0: To play the lead in music no nope, i don't no. we can't do that on any of our real podcasts. oh yeah that's... <laughs> but you know what that's Good a point. great way to start off our podcast is you say are we on <laughs> <laughs> that's a running joke for our uh listeners
1: wait wow. so we're not
0: playing we're not playing lead in music here no we're, lead in music isn't happening well it, how, it, how do, do you this is live how do you get it on i edit it together oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey,
1: everybody. Welcome to the V-Squad. I'm Jerry, joined by the Junkman and Pimo. Holy crap, guys, this is happening.
0: Yeah, guys, uh, we used to uh, be in this sick radio show at Colorado College that uh, would play uh, over the loudspeaker at the cafeteria um, where all the hipsters would hear us talk about, like, uh, the Cardinals' preseason strategy. Um, and everyone hated us, uh, so maybe we're gonna talk about sports, but also a little less about sports, but, uh, I don't know, we're back, really happy to be back. Pimo, how you, how you doing? Doing good, man. Feels good to be back. We've kind of been back for several months now. This has been a project many months in the making, taking a lot of blood, sweat, and tears to get here, and currently we're doing this with no mics, no headphones. We'll be better in week two. Yeah, we... All we can do is what's in front of us. And that's no mic, just a recording, just a computer. We're just trying to give our listeners what they want. I think any good podcast, there's shitty
1: audio part of the podcast, and then there's what happens after. And we're just getting our shitty audio part in. Yeah, we'll pretend
0: that we haven't been practicing this the entire summer. No. We'll pretend that this is kind of like our run through. The first Uh, time. Yeah.
1: And we'll pretend that. Lee boy isn't holding up. The junk man is not holding up a microphone that's not plugged into his mouth. <laughs> Walter <laughs> pretend that.
0: <laughs> and it's not even plugged into my phone because I don't have a dongle and it's in my car, which is five blocks away. And, and you're um, in New York yeah. City. It's too yeah, far. I'm in New York City. I have a car here. Uh, I, I need it to, you know, drive around, make some deliveries here and there. Um, but yeah, New York. Uh, New York is pretty cool. I've been here for a few months. Jerry, where where are you? I'm coming to you live
1: from Denver, Colorado, the mile-high city. <laughs> Tremendous sports town, if that means talking about the Broncos year-round and not being very good. Baseball, avalanche, or... <laughs> Wow Nuggets fans. I think fire I think,
0: early I think all three of those other teams made the playoffs and the Broncos didn't. Yeah.
1: And they still I mean, I respect the Bronco hustle here. It's like constantly on the Sports Talk Radio. The Rockies are in the midst of their playoff run. The Abs are are making their playoff push. Or the Nuggets are, you know, making a run. Doesn't matter. Broncos just signed their backup left tackle. <laughs> Let's talk about this for the next two hours on the air. It's, I got a lot of respect for their Broncos. but
0: Jerry, you're not wrong. I think the right word for it is incessant. It's mm. absolutely incessant. It just is nonstop Broncos talk, no matter how they're doing. I'd also like to call out how Lee said – Jerry, where are you? You know, to start it off. Like, you didn't know where he was. I mean, come on. You know where he is. Your sister has slept in the closet that he's in. That's true. <laughs> this is his nickname. Yeah. I, I, closet. I, I paid rent in that closet for about a month. Now it's Jerry's studio. Yes. That's right. It's yeah. a damn good one, too. Yeah. Kimo, mom, his where... bottles are still laying around in there. Oh, Something man. I'm looking at one of your
1: dip cans, I, I believe, from... Probably two and a half years ago, if the mold's any indication. Yeah. Pimo, you're in a much cleaner place. Where are you?
0: <laughs> He's done it again. Where do you think I am? Why don't you guess where I am?
1: Is it? Okay. It's either San Francisco, Portland, or Seattle. I can't wow. remember. Wow.
0: Shots fired again, Jerry. You (laughs) got my number tonight.
1: Probably Portland. You're a big Timbers guy, right? You're going to be our soccer correspondent. Portland Timbers.
0: MLS only. Yeah. (laughs) uh, I'm actually out here as a freelance writer for the Timbers. I'm not affiliated Ah. with the team in any way. They don't give me press credentials. They don't really even acknowledge me. But I'm out here covering uh, anything I can. I went to a uh, Timbers sounders the uh cascadia cup i went to a u15 cascadia cup i covered that um wow ago. if you want you can follow all of my local soccer coverage at Backslash wow. shiver me timbers uh there's it's really cool he's got a, a thing set up you can venmo him uh what do you have? Like you made like twenty bucks, right, in the past yeah. five years? Yeah. Twenty-seven. Yeah, that's sick. Enough that I just so, fill out a W nine if you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, dude, support <laughs> local journalism, bro. Independent contractor form W nine. Shout out, bros. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Was well, that no, actually
1: had- in Seattle, though, Pimo? The U fifteen game where you live?
0: Uh, no, I had to drive like two hours, just south. Okay. Of me. Uh, it was. Held on, you know, neutral ground because the rivalry is so fierce. Even at that level, it can't be in either city. I I literally uh, had no idea. I had no idea. We have uh, Pimo is in Seattle. I am in New York City. Jerry's in Denver. That was the purpose. We were asking rhetorical questions. It's a technique of podcasting that we've learned practicing this summer. Very smooth. It's just like, yeah, it's a good move that uh, that podcasters make to set the stage. Um, and and here's the other thing, here's the other thing,
1: junk Man. We all live in these cities, and none of us root for anybody in that city. <laughs> Le- True, Le- Le- boy. The Jug Man, where are you rep it?
0: Um, i <laughs> see that ready- leading question
1: doing it again.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, actually, Jerry, thank you for asking me. I'm from Boston. Um, I'm a big Boston sports fan. I'll try. Uh, not to talk about him too much, trying to find some other outlets in life, uh, trying to move on from sports, uh, pursue the arts uh, Okay. things. Yeah, so, cool. uh, Jerry, what's, what's your deal again?
1: I'm a Detroit sports fan through and through. I represent the city, the last city to win three major sports titles in one season. <laughs> Uh, that would happen to be 1936 Detroit, Michigan. Don't ever forget.
0: Well, same year as Jesse Owens, right?
1: Kind of got overshadowed by that. It, you know, it's, it's
0: hand in hand. You know, people yeah. go back and forth on what was more monumental for humanity. Um, uh, but Jerry's two favorite teams out of the four are the Tigers and the Lions. Uh, and the other two are the ones who actually have won in the past. 20, 30 years. So, yeah,
1: that's true. My two favorite teams have not won a championship during my lifetime, and my football team, the Lions. Unfortunately, I'm a diehard; haven't won a playoff game since two years before I was born. Pima, where are you from? It? Oh, yeah.
0: Where do you root for? <laughs> uh, I'm kind of a mixed bag. I am. Yeah, a- you are. A sports fan. So I like the Broncos. The Avs kind of, um, you know, they're good, but, like, not sold on them. Uh, I may become a Seattle Thunderbirds fan or whatever the hockey team here becomes. Oh, that'd be really cool. I'm a Nuggets fan, though, definitely a Nuggets fan. And then I'm an Atlanta Braves fan from my time in Atlanta. Uh, big Braves guy. Dude, killing it this year. Kind of problematic, but that's okay. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Very problematic. Well, not as yeah. problematic as the Indians, but. No, in definitely that, not. Like. Definitely problematic. We Nor the Redskins. The
1: Redskins yeah. is actually just pretty ridiculous in yeah. today's age. Yeah, that's- I got a question though. What wh- you said, a Colorado sports fan? Why do you think Colorado is one of those states that does Colorado Avalanche, Denver Broncos, Colorado Rockies, Denver Nuggets, <laughs> Colorado. <Rockies. laughs> Rid- riddle me this well what's up with what's up with that what's up with that oh yeah what's up with that
0: i think that's a great way to show our listeners what this podcast is going to focus on sports wise hard-hitting issues like why do sports teams
1: arizona cardinals used to be phoenix coyotes
0: All right. Uh, so yeah, folks, yeah, we get a lot in store this year. We're going to have, uh, lots of guests and segments and fun stuff. We're going to talk a little bit about sports too. Um, and just gonna, you know, ramble a lot. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think you might, I don't know. You might like it. It'll be cool. Right. If not, it's okay too though. Like, I, we are the B
1: squad yeah, after all.
0: Yeah, we get it. There's definitely better podcasts out there for you to get. That's fine. Information, more specified sports. And we know that. We're not going to give you the most correct take.
1: Yeah. So,
0: you know, it's going to be enjoyable. I can tell you that much. If you're looking for the most accurate, in-depth
1: sports podcast on the market, you, turn us off now. You're looking at the wrong spot, all right? But if you're looking for a good time talking some sports, hearing the trials and tribulations of one New England Patriot fan, one Detroit Lion loser, and somewhere in the middle with the Bronco, you've come to a great spot.
0: And yeah, it's a it's a new fresh take on sports. I mean, three white guys talking sports. This is a really <laughs> Unique opportunity for you to listen to something different. Uh, We're really happy to be here with you guys. Um, And uh, we got some great guests lined up. Uh, We have our wonderful producer, uh, Jake uh, Gershwin. Um, He's lined up. Gersh. uh, Eli Manning later in the season. Uh, He's lined up. What's the golfer? Jack Del Rio. Jack Del Rio's coming up. Who's the golfer we had on in the preseason? Um, Oh. um, Bryson DeChambeau may be on. (laughs) Yeah, but, Bryce, oh, San that's Brogan. right. He also,
1: could be. Oh, we had Harrington. Yeah, from
0: retirement. Yes, and then since we are also the B squad, we'll have some, you know, some other athletes who never, never quite made it. Maybe some guys who played, you know, Division Three lacrosse, Division Two squash, whatever you want, whatever you want yeah. to hear.
1: If you excelled in one way or another, or, or didn't, we yeah.
0: want to hear from you. <laughs> yes so so he sent us an email <laughs> uh, we're going to work the, on getting that's <laughs> the trailer that's the trailer nice <laughs> yeah. we're going to work on getting you any, and getting an email address set up and uh, we'll post that on our Jake post that on our social medias ASAP thanks buddy what a thanks great, Jake great producer thanks, Jake. better guy man better guy he's been with us since the start it was like five years ago that we were in a a studio not three shitty apartments but um you know he knows that we're just trying to pursue our dreams in every way possible and can't always be in a studio but old goldberg really hooks it up yeah really hooks it up and he came on as an intern we weren't even paying him um And now he's worked up to the point where uh, we have this thing, we give him jewel pods and uh, he just, you know, I don't know what he does with them. I don't think he smokes them, but he collects them and uh, sells them, I think turns a profit and just gets a lot of money. And now brings a lot of money in and brings us some really great guests. So he turns it. He turns that, I don't know how he moves jewel pods so quick. Yeah.
1: He's probably doing some sketchy things and selling those pods, but. Hey, it helps fund the show.
0: Sure. And what if you are against like underage smoking, you kind of have to sacrifice some things to get this content. And if Jake is out there flipping pods to minors, you're going to have to just deal with it. <laughs> it's just the way of the road. Yeah. As the Dad of the road would say. Road. Do we have anything sports-wise going on yet? I mean, football season is about to start. This is. This is very true. And
1: I think we have a hell of a football season on deck for us. I think the NFC is going to be an absolute battle, um, so we can see who will face either the Chiefs or Patriots in the Super Bowl.
0: <laughs> yeah, true. Um, yeah, we talked a little bit. Uh, well, before we started uh, recording, over uh, you know who we thought it was going to be, but yeah, we kind of had that agreement last week that Patriots Chiefs are probably going to be. Uh, the repeat offenders <laughs> from the AFC. Uh, so, yeah, I guess the NFC is a little bit more wide open. But still, like, if you had to say the best teams, like, it'd still be the same ones as last year, wouldn't you say? Ooh, I don't know. I think the Seahawks, especially with their new addition of Jadavion Clowney, I, they're kind of vaulted up, in my opinion. I think I said it on last week's podcast, we can run the tape back. I said that the Seahawks were going to win the NFC West, and I'm sticking with that this year. I think that the Rams are going to have a little bit of a hangover. Uh, I saw Jared Goff. This is breaking news, actually. I wish we had broke it, but we're not there quite yet. Jared Goff just signed a four-year, $134 million extension with an NFL record, $110 million guaranteed money. What? That so- said, I don't think that they're going to play up to the Lofty. Stance. Wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. 110 of $134 million guaranteed?
0: It's a new NFL, Jerry. Get with the times, dude. How many years? Four years. Just an extension, but it's all guaranteed pretty much. Holy
1: crap. Yeah. So he just makes basically,
0: he just makes like
1: five mil a year for the next four years. I'm sure that's not. I'm sure I'm way off. I'm sure I'm the contract sure isn't structured happening. like that at all.
0: No. But at the same time, there's like if he got cut, he would probably still get a very substantial salary in two years.
1: Hundred ten. I don't know
0: how it's organized. I'm not a GM, not a owner. I'm not Jerry Jones. That's for sure. But a GM, owner, president, and shithead, and just overall scumbag. Definitely an Jerry nice. Jones podcast.
1: Yeah, we have some Jerry Jones stories. We'll tell you. We'll tell you, we'll unload those a bit later. We know about the bus. We got some insider info on the bus. We'll tell you that.
0: (laughs) We know about the bus. It's maybe worse than the plane. Uh, You guys will hear that from some of our stories coming up. Yeah, bus is bad.
1: Go on, Pimo.
0: So, I just think that the Seahawks have made a lot of good moves. (laughs) I think that signing Jadavion Clowney is really going to bolster that pass rush. No shit, but it's something that they really needed when they got rid of Frank Clark. And I think their offense is going to be really good. Russell Wilson seems like he's getting a lot of time in with his receivers. I know DK Metcalf is hurt, but when he comes back, I think he's going to be a weapon. And I just like them maybe to even make it as far as the NFC championship game. Um, Not jumping on the Seattle Seahawks bandwagon just yet, but I do think they're going to have a very good team this year. Yeah, I think if their running game like actually works out as they want it to, then they'll be able to have not that great of an offensive line and still Russell Wilson will have time and they'll be able to run the ball and pass. Uh, I think it just depends kind of on Chris Carson if he's actually as good as he looks towards the end of last season, if he keeps that going. I think that completely changes things and makes them a really serious threat. Um, and as we always – we we like to suck Russell Wilson's dick on this podcast. Uh, This is the pro (laughs) suck Russell Wilson's dick podcast. Very pro. Uh, And he's just been, he was great with a terrible team last year and his like percentage, like the the fact that he put those numbers up with the small amount of percentages he actually like passed was pretty incredible. So we'll see if that can sustain itself, but I'm a big Russell believer and I don't know if they're going to win the NFC West, but I think they're going to be really good and, uh, do have a chance to make an NFC Championship game.
1: They have a really scary D-line, absolutely, with the addition of Jadavion particularly. And you're right. we just They just need that. We, hell no. But they need that whole line to just be decent. I mean, not terrible. Because Russell can take hits. We've seen that. But you're going to throw him off his game if in the back half of the year he's getting rocked around so hard because he's got no protection. Give him a decent offensive line to make plays give them a little support in the running game, and I think that defense is going to hold it down, and the Seahawks absolutely can make a run at that West. I I, I like that a lot. I like that pick a lot, Pimo, because I'm not – and you're also see very anti-49ers, even though Jerry Rice and Steve Young, two of my favorite players of all time, went to a 49ers-Lions game last year. Things got out of control. We were the nicest away fans ever, treated horribly, horribly. We, were no, we did nothing wrong. Maybe we ripped Maybe we ripped Jimmy G's head off a bobblehead doll and span his bare naked head around in our hands with the spring and the section didn't take too kindly to it. I don't know. Maybe that's what got under their skin. Whatever it was, not good fans. So, besides swiping at the entire city of San Francisco, I think their team is going to be very disappointing this year. And it leaves an opening for if the Rams are teetering, the Seahawks go on top and win that division.
0: What did the fans do that was so
1: bad? Oh, they were. So we sat next. My friend who uh, works out there, Sam, shout out to Sam, uh, lives out there. And he said, come out for a 49ers game. So I went out for the 49ers game. We had a blast. Things were going well. Well, midway through about the second quarter, I'm drawn to this father-son combination who are not too kind to to my friend and I. And the son is like, 32 years old, but he's wearing, like, NFL receiver gloves. So, you know, that's, like, a red flag right away. It's, like, you're fucking over 30 at the game. game. If you're over, like, 15 and wearing receiver gloves, you got some issues, and, like, that's just ridiculous. If you're over the age of 30 wearing fucking 49ers receiver gloves, just so you can, like, put them together, you know, and, like, stand up in the aisleways to make the 49er symbol, you got issues. So we weren't vibing. My friend, we said something like, that's a classic 49er luck. The dad leaned in and said, I'm done with you all. Tried to punch my friend in the face. We were laughing. Everyone's like, oh, my God, stop this, please. We broke it all up. Everything was fine. Gloves got in the middle. Thank God gloves got in the middle because his dad was trying to re-attack us. But with his sticky gloves, he was able to hold his father back from attacking <laughs> us, protecting the rest of the row and the beautiful families around us. So. Everything calmed down at that point. He was able to use his sticky hand, grab his father off the aisleway, and we just went about our way. I mean, we were having fun. Everyone else we were having fun with,
0: the 49ers fans around us,
1: but this father son duo. Well, that's, they, why they weren't having it. that's why he
0: wears the gloves. That's why he wears the gloves. That's happened before. He has a an right. father, and he needs to yep. catch the fists of his father more you're so right. than catching a fly ball or something. It's, you're right.
1: Because, I mean, even though we were behind the goalpost. I mean that's a big netting. I don't know if he knew there was netting. He's never gonna catch a ball. It's a hundred percent. You're right. Catch his father. Yeah, Happened it's before. Fist, it's father fist catching gloves. Absolutely. Good call. They were good gloves. Yeah. Worked well. So yeah, that's why. Not the like big 49ers guy. <laughs> <right>. Go <Going> to <laughs> Oakland though this year. I'll let you know how that goes. Oh that that'll
0: be good. Uh, uh, they're much chiller in Oakland, right? Much chiller. Oakland's gonna be Oakland's gonna be fine. Uh Pimo, we got a game in, in two days. What, uh, what are we thinking about, about this one? I haven't put as much thought into it as maybe I should have, but I don't know. It's definitely going to be kind of a season-defining game for both teams, you got to feel. With the season that they had last year, the Bears being so good and that defense really playing very well down the stretch, but losing their D coordinator to the Broncos. Shout out head coach Vic Fangio. And then on Green Bay's side, they just definitely were disappointing. You know, got a new head coach in there. Mike McCarthy's out. Matt LaFleur is in. I I think the Bears win. And I think it's indicative of how that division's going to go. I think the Bears are going to win that division. Um, I don't think the Packers are going to be that good.
1: This why, did the, why
0: did the Packers take going? the offensive coordinator of the team with maybe the most boring offense in the NFL. Matt LaFleur is in the Titans, right? They've had, they've had Mariota throwing screen passes to Deion Lewis and handing the ball off to Derrick Henry and throwing to Corey Davis for the past three years. It's just, I don't understand why that guy got a job over other people. Because it's Aaron Rodgers world and we're all living in it. And that's the
1: NFL. And Aaron Rodgers gets whatever he wants around green Bay. And he's gonna bring the whole franchise down doing it.
0: See, I don't, I don't agree with that. I think that you look at Aaron Rodgers' team right now, and it's actually not that good. I mean, there's a good player up there with him, and that's pretty much it. He has kind of one receiver, and then it gets down to Marquez Valdez Scantling or Vasquez, you know, and, MBS, baby, yeah, Equinemius team. Saint Brown, and it's just. I feel ESB. like Yes, also yep. on my fantasy team. Yep. <laughs> and I feel like that's just going to be an issue, especially if their offense isn't going to be as creative maybe. They just don't have the talent to make it work, regardless of how crazy Rodgers can play.
1: Yeah, but he's such a head case. That's why – I mean, there's no way the upper brass and Green Bay didn't run by where they were going to replace – McCarthy with ever since he's left every decision and football I, I really think is going through Aaron because he runs that town he's he has a smugness about him and he's Mr. Packers and uh he obviously wants to get gets along with the guy but I don't I just don't think it's going to translate the wins I think the Packers are going to fall flat on their faces here and I'm not just saying that because they're in the Lions division. I think the Vikings are going to be a great team. I think the Packers are going to – I mean, pardon me. I think the Bears are going to be a really great squad. just think the Pack are going to disappoint yet again this year.
0: I think that if Rodgers stays healthy, they bounce back and maybe make the playoffs again. Um, but uh, I think you've are you no, got a little I, – I also hate Aaron Rodgers, but I think you've got a little Lions bias. No, no bias. Absolutely no
1: bias here at all. Fuck that guy <laughs>
0: <laughs> making all the decisions of green baby and smug i i think uh i i think he is kind of an asshole and i think he is a bad teammate and that's oh, why human being
1: yeah.
0: yeah maybe maybe a bad human being and i think that's why he's overrated because like he can't i don't know he had one season of magic and he hasn't been able to recapture it because he's driven all his teammates away right. um but I think when he's healthy, he, even if he's he's got Devontae Adams, and uh, I think I mean, without much talent, I think he can still get them to the playoffs. Does anybody
1: get through New Orleans in the NFC, though?
0: I don't know. I think – I mean, no. <laughs> yes. I like that. I like how. That. How good is their defense? I feel like they lost people. I I, I don't know. I just feel like if, if the Eagles catch, catch fire like they did a couple of years ago, if Trubisky makes a big jump, I think those are the things that can, uh, that can put another team over them. Or yeah. if the Falcons can get back to where they used to be. Here's yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Kind of undecisiveness came from. I shouldn't say kind of indecisiveness. It was indecisive as hell. They're yeah, the best team in the NFC, the Saints, in my opinion. I think talent-wise, roster from 1 to 53, they're the most talented, the deepest team. But I think the rest of the NFC, as we've been talking about here, is really good as well. I mean, the Falcons are a team we haven't even mentioned. We've been talking about the NFC. I just mentioned them, bro. Bro, no, sorry. Can I just mention them, bro? I w- I must not have been listening. All right, go ahead, bro. That, no, that that's on me, guys. I'm sorry. That's not a good way to start <laughs> off our, our first. I barely round. mentioned it. B squad, B squad. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think that there's a lot of really good teams, and it's gonna be hard for whoever comes out of there to do it. Yeah. It.
1: They're going to be beating each other up a lot this year, especially down in the South, uh, NFC South, because you can throw the Panthers as well. Cam Newton comes back healthy. I mean, think they're, they're poised to maybe make a run here. I mean, Cam's due for a great year, unless he's just not that great a quarterback, which I guess we'll find out. And uh, obviously, as we've said with the Saints and Falcons, I mean, that's one sexy division right there. Could be sexiest in football to watch yeah. this year.
0: I, yeah, I think, uh, I mean – it will be sexy. It'll be a lot of points because the Bucks are going to suck. But Jameis will have, like, four games where he's just balling out. And it'll be fun <laughs> to watch. And uh, But I think it'll be sexy. But, like, the kind of, like, when you're really drunk sexy. Like, like damn. But, like, so it's not, then you see her the next day and like, or him the next day. And it's like, yeah, I guess I, I don't know. I feel like it was not actually beautiful, you know? Yeah. Forced. Beautiful in the moment, maybe.
1: Forced. I see it. Well, we do a really fun thing on this show where we do different lists, and I just want to do a quick one today, okay? I want to give you NFL.com's top five, six quarterbacks, because apparently, with my little research that I did, I just noticed one of the quarterbacks in the top five here has recently retired from the league. <laughs> they got Tom Brady at six, Andrew Luck at five, Roethlisberger at four, what? Trubisky at three, Brees at two, Mahomes at one. This is a uh, this is a horrible list, but this is I guess going off of. The total QBR from twenty from last year—that's that's wild. That's your top six quarterbacks off of QBR last year. Any surprises? Who do you think this year will uh, remain in the top
0: off this list, and who do you think's going? I think uh, going forward, we could maybe shelf this due to Andrew Luck being not in the league. Um, <laughs> but if you want to talk about it, <laughs> uh, I think. Uh, <laughs> I think Brady got robbed. I think Roethlisberger's too high. Uh, what, what you Got anything else? For you? Yeah, I, I can't believe Rodgers isn't on there. Um, I think Roethlisberger's too high as well. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, let's let's roll the tape here, huh? I mean, not much more to say about that. You could have even given us, like, a question, you know? Who do you think replaces uh, Luck in this top six? But no, just included him in there. <laughs> just just read him out there. G- <laughs> what is this list from? Where is Jerry? Is he still here? Oh, Jerry? God. Oh, God. Well, uh, this first. <laughs> All right, well, we're not releasing this because, uh, you know, no, Jerry's phone definitely died. Well, we could release it. And just okay, we it. could. You know what? That's that's fair. We could release it, and we'll just keep all this in. Yeah, in yeah. Memor- This this first episode is dedicated to Harry Rosenfeld, who may or may not be alive. Either his phone died, or he was Lyft driving because he's a Lyft driver, and he just got uh, just got hit by a car. We have a rare opportunity here to talk about Jerry and just say whatever we want. And then when we release this, we'll see if he actually listens to it because we can have this little period in the middle and we're like talking shit about him, but he's not going to remember. Yeah. Uh, Jerry started an app called uh, Pony Pal and they are one of our sponsors. Um, but it's, I mean, just based off of who he is, I'd say they were going to fail, but I guess that's how good of an app uh, they are and that they can sponsor. Thank you, Pony Pal. But I'm surprised that based off his personality, that that they have that they're still around. <laughs> He's well, not gonna make it this far. He won't listen to this. Yeah, I, I don't I mean, it's just it's a terrible idea. It's a horrible yeah. idea. Do you have the app? Do you have it? No, do you? Yeah, I'm a beta tester of PonyPal. He, he never sent me the email. Uh uh he might have. I got like three emails, which made it even more complicated. Um my one <laughs> quip of it so far it's impossible to find people my only pals are me and alan (laughs) um it's also always showing me like it's got a notification but that's just the way oh that's just the beta part of it oh yeah download this um you can't you have to download an app to download the app you have to download test flight and then you download pony pal from test flight wow i hope our listeners are. Are getting all this, um, well, we we probably we we should probably release this. Uh, it's been a really good first episode. Yeah, um, a lot's gone well. A lot also hasn't, but that's okay. Yeah, to back from our first episode. It's part of the learning curve. Don't judge us by our first episode. Um, if you made it this far, it's going to be a really great uh, season. Um, again, we have great guests: uh, Eli Whitney and Glen of the Cotton Gin. Um should be in here later. Um, Freddie do definitely coming by. Randy Jackson, American Idol Judge. So uh it's gonna be it's gonna be really something. We are gonna maybe talk more sports or maybe less. It kinda just depends how it all goes. Depends on the week, man.
1: Depends uh, on the week.
0: We gotta do our soccer segment. And we'll, oh yeah. We have a draft segment as well. Um we're definitely scrapping the list segment. That's a Hey, list is done. <laughs> I think we made that apparent tonight. Yeah, with Jerry leaving. Yeah, the list. The list is done. It's just yeah, too much. And sometimes, luckily, our listeners will never have to hear this. But we uh, got sucked into a list in one of our practice sessions for about I'd say a good forty-five minutes. We we just went over every team's starting quarterback. <laughs> and, um, that was one podcast, <laughs> yeah, it was literally the entire podcast, probably forty five minutes of us drinking beer and talking about every single quarterback and whether or not they deserve to be ranked by this <laughs> random publication <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know if it's it's deserved uh yeah we don't um we don't need to do that again. nope, but we got a cool draft segment, we got a cool soccer segment, maybe some laughing at rosters will be fun definitely gonna have some guests on too i know we've been hyping up our guests a lot um they will be on i mean Freddie adu is en route to the studio yeah but we're gonna have some real guests too uh um <laughs> some people who played sports and who are involved in the sports world uh, after this, no after this ever after the guy last night uh brucey david brucey morris uh a guy from England who plays lacrosse in England and coaches all over and and refs all over the world. And he's got a really cool story about lacrosse and also crazy. about getting kidnapped in Mexico three <laughs> nights ago. So he's going to have to be on here. There's a ton of really interesting people um, that you wouldn't normally hear on the big sports podcasts on the ESPN at a basketball or things like that. We're going to have way more interesting people than that. Yeah. But. We're also going to have to interview them, which is going to be an interesting process. But you no, know, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it, we'll out. Figure it out. Like we'll we're figuring out. out our audio tonight, you know? Yeah. It's it's a learning curve. And as long as you guys are along for the ride, it's all that we care about. All right, Jerry. Uh, you know. I mean, should I mean, we should call, call the show? Yeah, let, let's call it a show. Yeah. Sure, you probably want to get to bed.